Hey, John, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm, I'm chilling. Uh, today, today was my my second spring break day of the year. Uh, nice. Yeah, uh, chilling on a Wednesday with nothing to do. So I your, your voice sounds so clear. Wow, today. wow, it is so clear. It is almost as if we're we're recording at the appropriate time. So I'm I'm at my microphone rather than <laughs> recording on a Friday night when I'm at home with my with my family on the one weekend that I plan to go home to my family. Uh, you love to hear it. Awesome <laughs> stuff. Awesome stuff. Um we we chatted for a good minute before before we started recording, so I don't know I don't know what to to provoke banter with. Uh um uh uh Oh, okay, I just remembered <laughs> a good one. Um the the discussion of the bionicle dream that's been floating around recently. Um, has this been a phenomenon for a long time, or yes. is it just like a new meme? Um, really, I I have been in a in a Bionicle Facebook group uh, for <laughs> for for a good many years now. Uh, probably more than five years. I've been in there for a while. Um, if if any of our listeners are in, are in Bionicle mask posting on on Facebook, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> uh, but. Pretty often, uh, ever since I've been in in there, there there will be posts that are like, "Hey guys, I had the dream again," and like we all know what what they mean. And like every so often, there'll be a new person to the group who will be like, "What's the dream?" And then it goes into the explanation of being in a store, going to the Lego aisle, and seeing like a bunch of Bionicles, and then like waking up at the re- realization that like you can't that's not possible they're not on shelves anymore and it's it's always this like heart-wrenching feeling of like being drugged back to reality because it hurts it sucks it sucks that bionicle aren't on the shelves yeah um the the really harrowing thing about this is i had this dream like maybe a month and a half ago (laughs) yeah it, it the dream really sneaks up on you. Like I've had it like five or six times. And, and I mean, I, I don't remember any instance where I had it like previously because I wasn't really. I don't really keep track of my dreams, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I, I remember my dreams if like it's one from my childhood that was terrifying to me and it scarred me for life. Um, if like it's some Ebenezer Scrooge ghost of Christmas future shit. <laughs> um, or like those are the two instances in which I remember my dreams, yeah, right? Yeah. Um. But like uh, I I I I remember like like when this is going around, I was like, "What the hell is the Bionicle?" Because like, I'd never heard of this. Like I'm I'm not an active Bionicle fan. <laughs> um, but upon hearing about it, I'm like I I remember having that. That was that was not too long ago. Um, and that's scary. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts so bad. The shared Bionicle dream. Um, yeah. Uh, what what else? What else can we blabber about for um, the fans? Um, you're you're fresh off the tale of uh, Psycholonials. Uh, you, you just you just read two two chapters. Uh, just yes, just I recording. I did. I caught up on Psycholonials today. Um, to make up for my embarrassing failure to be caught up last week. Um, Man. Uh, so now now not only can we talk about clown gender this week, we can also talk about horse gender. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're in spoilers. We're in spoilers territory for Psycholonials chapter oh, three right, for right, now. Right, 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 right. Uh, um, Al- Alex, edit in a very loud spoiler warning. So if you're, so if you, uh, if you care and you haven't read it yet, uh, skip to eighteen minutes and thirty nine seconds. Dang it! 
Thank you. Okay, we're Thank good you, to go Alex. now. Thank you, Alex. Um, <laughs> I I really cannot believe that the chapter four out of nine ends at that point. What what is going to happen? Okay, chapter three was kind of a kind of a resident sleeper chapter. Like not much happened. Like the clown gender stuff happened, and like that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and was it wasn't that the chapter uh where she told Abby like what was going on? Yeah. Okay. Uh, she she confesses to to the police murder and and uh, is it cha- which chapter did it happen that they had that they almost had a sexual encounter? Was oh, that three? That might have been three. Cause, yeah, because that's when they get they get they get Percy like roped into things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that stood out to me a lot. Um, the Z's thing where she said like she didn't where. Like, her attitude towards sex is like, damn, that's that's kind of rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember exact. I don't know if you remember exactly what happened there, but she says like, I don't want to do anything like that with you because I basically just view it as a as a weapon, and yeah. it's like something that hurts people. It's like, woo, that's rough, that's tough. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, that's that is a very um real thing and like okay shit like all right i understand why this is a if you're gonna make your story not for kids i mean that's that's a character thing to bring into it yeah um like i was like damn okay um uh and that was that was that was basically it for chapter three i i that's like the two main things i remember from chapter three were what did you think about the clown gender stuff okay i (laughs) I, when I read it, I was like, this is funny. Like, I didn't take it that seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, people are going to get angry about this because this is a very limited view of gender. Like, specifically on the, like, bottom part of the pyramid. Because, like, non-binary being the halfway point between man and woman has been a... Mm-hmm. It, that's a that's a very outdated way of viewing it uh among people who view it habitually yeah uh and i don't know it just kind of stuck out i could i couldn't i couldn't tell if it was hussy not having a grasp on it or z not having a grasp on it uh and i'm still not too sure because it it kind of doubled down on it in in chapter 4 it can be both. It can be both. Um, I mean, he's not running there. Like, I don't want to get too critical on like, I don't want to, how do I say this? Um, I'm not that I don't want to be too critical of Hussey, but like, I, I feel like at a point, like, uh, pinning things on the author, like is, becomes a less interesting way to interpret fiction. Yeah. Um, but, like, I don't know. I felt like, as somebody whose extent, uh, well, not, um, as somebody who is, like, uh, probably, like, uh, about on the, I don't know, like, a little bit up and to the left on the, on the clown gender diagram. Yeah. Um, I, it's, it was, like, it was entertaining for me, and I wasn't really expecting, like, a, a detailed thesis of explaining or exploring the, the the theoretical gender spectrum. Yeah, yeah. I don't really think it had to be that. <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't I don't think it had to be either. I just because like I said, I thought it was, I thought it was funny. I think, I I, I 
the, the idea of like putting the gender spectrum on a pyramid and then making the very top of the pyramid clown is, is just kind of funny to me. And, and then making the bottom horse. Yeah, making the bottom horse. <laughs> it, it, it's funny. And, and there, unfortunately, there are people who got like aggravated at it because they were like, this isn't how gender works. And I'm like, that's, are, are you, well, are you coming to Psycholonials for like a, a gender thesis to be presented to you and, be peer-reviewed like i don't well here's here's my thing right the thing that i I realized like there are it is it is so disarming to encounter a joke about gender that is not like explicit that is not um either from like a trans person or um like just from somebody who like is insanely transphobic right yeah and so it's like disarming when you, it's like disarming when you're into it. It's like wait, like I'm not like it's I'm not being lectured to. Yeah, and I I, I don't have a fault to that. Yeah. Um, whether or not it's funny, I guess is is, is subjective. Um, I I don't know like how funny I found it because it was like I I mean I feel like being on Twitter you you see you see a bunch of it. And it's like uh, not that it's like offensive, but it it's. It's it. I don't know. I'm I'm about to get canceled for saying that I don't find rehash jokes funny after the millionth time. Um, but like I didn't I didn't think it was terrible. I'm sure that there are people out there who, was, who would say that the, the whole clown gender thing was like terrible. But I was like, I mean, this is a. It's 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 it's. I I I'm enjoying watching these characters talk it through with between each other. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know if I just talked myself into a bad corner there or something, but I, <laughs> we're, I, I was we're, trying to be earnest. <laughs> we're going to let that linger in the air for a second. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then after the after the horse gender stuff, man, the shit really hit the fan in chapter four. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It, um, it really ramped up like super fast. Yes, chapter four out of nine. And I really... Don't see a way out of this for our hero. For our hero, question mark. Um, Man, three three dead cops. Uh, the dead cop pile doesn't stop from getting taller. So true. But yeah, I I am very interested to see where it goes from here. I, I I think I've said that multiple times as we as we talked about psycholonials. But we're <laughs> we're in chapter four, and like the the like real life stakes. For Z are like at maximum right now, like They're basically I, inescapable. Yeah, so I feel like the next chapter is when we're really gonna get like whatever, like like the the like dream shit is like really gonna start ramping up. Here's my prediction: is that the next chapter is going to be uh, Z goes to jail, <laughs> um, and then uh, the and then chapter chapter six is going to be her prison break and when she flies off and starts mother base. Okay. Okay. I unironically think this is what where it's going. I think that we're going to get the stuff that was in the trailer where she establishes mother base. <laughs> I look I look forward to that. Uh what one thing that that I'm also wondering about is the whole like fake out choices during the interlude. Yeah. Like, are we going to get to chapter nine and then it's going to like 
ha- we're gonna have like a new game plus where we get to like go back and like actually make those decisions. Oh man, it's gonna be like near. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, because because people have already like decompiled this game and have like already start, like started like going through assets, and mm-hmm. so far like it is. It's what you get. Like we, we're seeing everything so far, and I'm wondering if, like, when the the chapter nine update drops, like it's going to be a whole slew of like more stuff uh, yeah. in those past chapters uh, where we actually get to make decisions and, and there are multiple paths. That'd be a little bit bonkers, but I think it'd be neat. But like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like less interested in like the novelty of it. Um, than I am just where the story goes. So, yeah. like, I'm not really that into, like, picking and being, like, where could there be an alternate route? But, like, it would be cool. Um, and, uh, me being cynical aside, like, that would be a really cool way to do something with a medium. Yeah. Um, and, like, make it, like, a, you know, like, this, this could only exist as a visual novel or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the main thing that, like, makes me think, like, maybe there's something more to this is, like, the fact that this is a game that was made in Unity... Like, I don't know why this game was made in Unity. Like, you could have done Renpai, which yeah. which is what Pester Quest and Friendsome were made in. Like, I I don't know why this is a Unity game. Because <laughs> Tossie's an asshole. Ought uh, to throw people off the trail, I don't know. True. Maybe. Um, I don't know, yeah. I guess we'll, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, what was the... The gender chart with, um, with, I think that the, the funniest thing to me was, like, just Obama at, like, the, the <laughs> sharp bottom left, um, Obama got to me. Obama with, like, no elaboration, like, Z was like, this doesn't need to be explained, and I was like, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it doesn't? <laughs> like, 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 JK Rowling being, uh, at the, at the complete bottom right, like, made sense to me, but, like, Obama, mm-hmm. Obama not being elaborated on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, the the thing that like made me comfortable, like uh, I I like with the more, a little bit more comfortable is like with the the gender stuff is like you know I well one I'm clueless, um, and I just kind of go along with what people what people say like what trans people say, and I'm like yeah sure that sounds that sounds great if that works for you that's awesome, um, but the <laughs> the uh, the other thing was that like. It it made it very clear, like in universe, that like fucking J.K. Rowling turfing sh- turfy shit is like not cool, and I'm like, you know what? That that's I- I'll take this as I'll take this as a uh, I can take this on good faith. Yeah. Uh, there's something else about it that I thought was it's completely slipped my mind. Um. Um. There was <laughs> uh, David Hasselhoof uh was a was a clown in the in the dream sequence. And I, I wish, yeah, I wish we could have got a zoom in on that. <laughs> He's eclipsed the entire verticality of the gender spectrum. It's insane. Um, yeah, the the, I still think that the Percy stuff is like, um, really. Uh, it, I mean, obviously, it serves to like in like showcase like the worst parts of Z as a person, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that it, that's, that's cool, I guess, a little bit. Um, I don't know. I just like that, I, I just kind of enjoy having, like, Z as the protagonist, because she's such, like, a, a, a weird, 
not like even weird, but like a layered character, right? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it, it, it's, it, it keeps it engaging that like she, she keeps doing like this terrible shit, um, while otherwise being like a pretty likable protagonist. Yeah. And it's, 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 I, I'm, I'm excited to see, uh, what happens. Poor Percy. He's just poor guy. He's just a guy. Like they call he's us, just... they call him a simp, but like he's he does not exhibit like simp behavior like at all. He's he's literally just a guy. He he wasn't that simpy when he was introduced. I I think he's just John. What John? He engages in like massive cryptocurrency fraud for an influence. That's not that simpy. That's on. not simpy. I do it's that. It's simpy as hell, my dude. Come on, it sounds like fun. <laughs> you do it. it... <laughs> I mm, also think about that one. Maybe. I don't. I don't know that. It, I don't know if uh, if an Instagram influencer DM'd me and was like, "Yo, you want to do some really illegal shit?" I think if one of my boys hit me up and said, "You want to do some really illegal shit?" I might. I don't know if I would do it for some for like a, a random like instagram girl i followed all right i get where you're coming from all right anyway um speaking of simping uh do you want to get into <laughs> our homestuck reading what a transition this guy's insane <laughs> dab dab yes let us let us talk about what we're here to talk about <coughs> homestuck <coughs> written by oh my god andrew hussey we have also a- written by andrew hussey andrew hussey podcast that's us yes yes Alright, we're, um, right, we're done talking about Psycholonials. That was that was the end point. In case that wasn't yes. obvious. Welcome. Welcome to yeah. a Homestuck podcast where we talk about a Homestuck. Just the one. Just the, Just one. the one. Just the one. Yeah. Jake. Um, Here we are. With Jake. J- yeah, Jake <laughs> is a primary character. Yes, he, he is in this reading. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm, I, I said this before we started, but uh, I, I'm going to call it now. This is either going to be like a 45 minute reading or like a two hour one. There's, I don't, and I don't. We're already, know. we're already 20 minutes in. Oh yeah, we sure are. So. Um, <laughs> but uh, so uh, <coughs> we we left off. Um, where did we leave off? Oh, I, it would be a, it would be a lot more helpful. I actually had the 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 thing up. Um, you don't have the okay. thing up. What the hell? I I do now. Um. So we left off after uh, Jack's uh, little little jailbreak adventure, where he fails to break out of the jail, um, and we we return to Jake, who is uh, still uh, dreaming, um, and the 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 literal blue spider girl of his literal dreams uh, has just arrived, and we we catch back up on him. Uh, Deep into uh, conversation, apparently, after she's already been talking for quite some time. Yes. Um, and we, we missed out on a whole bunch of exposition that we probably already knew. Um, she's just finished her introduction. Uh, so, Jake is kind of just standing there like an idiot. Um, being, being awkward. Uh... Uh, um, and Arania, uh, kind of to to prod him to try to open up. Uh, she explains uh, her blue blood abilities and her uh, 
psychic insight into the minds of others. Um, which freaks him out a little bit. Uh, she explains that she can read, uh, she, that, uh, with other people, with other trolls, um, she can, you know, do the whole Vriska thing, uh, but she's, uh, she's not into the whole, uh, abusive power thing. Um, but with, uh, with humans, she's a little bit more, because of the species divide, uh, she's more limited to just kind of, like, sensing, like, general emotions from people. Um, so if Jake is nervous or awkward or horny, she can tell. Man. Uh, basically. That's rough. Um, a li- little bit, a little bit. Uh, J- this causes Jake to lock up a little bit more. Um, he kind of responds like, uh, well, if you can only read my feelings, I just have to keep my... F- I just have to repress my feelings uh, and, and not show emotion. Which not is good. Le- <laughs> not good. Not healthy. <laughs> Maybe the incorrect response. Um... To which Arani is like, no, you, no, you dipshit. Just do the opposite. Just get used to it. Um, and so she elaborates on how uh, it's like for her to be able to to read people's thoughts or emotions, um, being an empath, as it were, quote unquote. Which I know has like been used in like other fiction, but it 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 it, it, it it's such a stupid descriptor to me. Yeah. It. It's like, it just makes me think of a person who can feel empathy. <laughs> and it's like, great, awesome, good for you. <laughs> um, but regardless, uh, Arani explains the, ex- the experience of uh, being an empath and how, for her, um, like, people's feelings just kind of another part of their appearance it, as she's gotten used to it. Um, and it's it's kind of a double-edged sword in a way because it means that she can get uh, she can she can just feel when people are authentic around her and, and like her. Um, but she can also sense very easily when people don't like her, and that kind of ends up being the thing that she would focus on. And she ended up feeling really needy in life. Uh, and and how bad that kind of sucked. Um, Jake makes a really funny comment in here about how awesome it'd be to have those feelings, or how how awesome it'd be to have those abilities. Um. But he's pretty sure that he only has one suitor, and it's his best bro, which is maybe the funniest thing anybody has ever said in this comic. <laughs> Man, this guy is inconceivably dense. I love Jake. I love he's Jake. So good. Um. Yeah. So she shows some details about her life uh, in that venue. Um. At which point, uh, Jake is like, "All right, well, I got I." Uh, here, here's where I live. Here's my room. I got guns and movies, and this is all I have. Uh, she's just looking around. Uh, Brain Dirk pops back in and starts uh, ridiculing Jake for being horny. Of course, um, of course, of course, of course. We love we love Brain Dirk around here. Um, the <laughs> it, it, I, it it it's it's pretty funny it just conceptually. Uh, let's see. Arania picks up one of the Spider Girl comics, uh, and Jake starts like freaking out. Um, at which point, uh, she's like, you know, this is not the first time that I've sensed that somebody felt uh, somebody had feelings for me, which uh, which which murders Jake. He dies. Um, Poor Jake. Yeah. I had I had my own, I had I was looking at my notes out of order. So this is the part where Ronnie elaborates on like what what it's like uh, and the how she would latch on to negativity more so. Yeah. Um. 
But the topic turns to uh to learn English uh shortly. Um and how everything went bad in Alternia thanks to him. Um yeah, the transition is from is Ronnie's talking about uh being responsible for their powers and how post scratch everything just kinda went shit and we saw and Vriska was kind of the norm for how Blue Bloods behaved as opposed to previously where they were like more benevolent and Generally, the way society was structured was that higher castes were kind of burdened with more responsibility to be better to people of lower castes and enrich their lives. Based? Which is, which is a really, like, like this is, like, a the way that, like, weird monarchist guys view what monarchy is like. Man. Um, which is really, really funny. I mean, like, if this is how it worked, it would be a good society. Yeah. 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 That's all I got that's all I gotta <laughs> say about having a fucking caste system. <laughs> um anyway, uh so the topic turns to Lord English, um, a little bit. We don't get a lot of elaboration about him. Um besides that uh Arania is surprised that he knows anything about it. And Jake is also kinda Jake is also kinda surprised, because um, apparently he just knows it because of his own brain. Um but Arani does confirm that pretty much what he's heard is true. He's a he's a big indestructible skull monster. Um, he and we 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 get the uh the classic description that he is indestructible. He cannot be killed. Um, which one would think is a little bit paradoxical to uh, him being the the main the ultimate villain of this story uh, who they're working to defeat. Yeah. Uh, but Arania puts it in a way that's a little bit more interesting, which is that um, he has a lot of he has many incarnations throughout various universes, and even though he's indestructible and he cannot be killed, um, maybe you could de- find an incarnation you could defeat in combat, which would be which would be the first defeat he would ever face, and it would be this huge, uh, symbolic thing that would maybe give others hope. Um. Does not specify actually beating him, uh, actually like destroying him or getting rid of him permanently at all. But there's that. Interesting. Yeah, fascinating. Um, but uh, and uh, this is this is cut short a little bit, and uh, Arania's like, all right, let, well, let's get going. Uh, we got we gotta go meet the others. Um, they head outside. Uh, Brain Dirk kind of content- resumes his ship flinging. Um, there's this great little conversation on uh forty nine thirty, um, of uh Jake trying to convince himself he has a chance, and Arania just shooting him down and being like, "No, you don't." Poor guy. Poor guy. Jake, Jake cannot catch a break at all. <laughs> Um, I love that this, like, that this, like, nearly gets into, like, age gap discourse, and then, and then Dirk just says, like, this is a weird fucking train of thought. Can you tell her that? <laughs> so true. <laughs> um, but, uh, we, 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 we continue through this, um, and, uh, we are, well, Arania elaborates that uh we, we've got a we got a group of travelers um who we probably know who they are 
uh, and we've the soul organized to orient Mina uh, as to her fresh ghosthood and uh, get our get our plan sorted out and get everyone familiar with what we're gonna be doing. Um, Arane kind of gives a little bit of backstory on Mina here, uh, which was maybe inferable before, but not all of it. Um, the, the, the basic rundown that she gives on Mina is that she, she viewed, uh, she was in line to become Empress as the, as the soul, uh, fuchsia blood. Um, but she viewed Empress as, like, glorified slavery to her people. And she abdicated the throne, and she went into hiding on the moon. Um, and when she was there, she found some ancient device, and there was a game inside it. And she got obsessed with it. And so she ended up convincing a bunch of uh, her and Arania's friends to play the game together under the promise that uh, if they... Once they were done, she would go back and she would rule. Um, naturally, uh, this this was not fated to work out. Um, and Arania kind of starts trying to make excuses for how murderous and shitty Mina is, and then she eventually just kind of settles on like, okay, well maybe she is all that bad. Um, <laughs> you just got to know. How, let let me do the talking. Which is really not really not setting up very favorably for this character, I gotta say. Yeah. Man. I sure hope Hussey finds a way to make Mina likable. The way that you said that doesn't <laughs> give me a lot of hope. Uh there are issues that we will get to. This reading didn't either, I gotta say. Yeah. Um I know there I know there are issues to come. Uh but yeah, this okay. Anyway, it, it's it's weird to me because like most of my like I th this is like I I am out of it by this point by what we're reading. Um, Mina is like uh the, the point where I was like paid attention was having the Homestuck fandom. Like Mina was like not a character yet, yeah, or, like barely yeah. was, and so she was still she still had a lot of popularity just for being like like the existent. Um, so I kind of dipped out before any, like, anything really had the chance to happen, I think. Uh, or, like, I guess around where, like, I was fully dipped out was, like, after the, um, the Dancesters became a thing. Yeah. So, like, Mina in, to, like, everything I know about these characters is, like, fully, like, novelty, basically. Or, like, remember? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see how badly this goes. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, anyway, uh, we're taking a break from the, uh, from the, the dream bubble stuff. And we're, we're checking in on what's going on on Durs. And what's going on on Durs is that Jack is still not around because he's still stuck in jail. And in his place, uh, DD has, has assumed control. Um, and... And he's just kind of vibing. Um, he he's he's just kind of he's he's laid back. He doesn't want to do paperwork, but you know he's got to deal with this insurrection shit. Um, and uh, boy oh boy, is he not in a very posed position to do it? Um, Dirk is nowhere to be found. Roxy is nowhere to be found. Uh, there's paperwork everywhere. Um, Dirk has. Sliced up the 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 
fenestrated walls um, to make searching for him harder. And uh, th- there's there's a tidbit dropped here about the fourth wall being missing because um, some old woman made off with it uh, some time ago, which uh, is probably Grant, probably uh, Grandma Jade. Um, you know, I didn't realize that when I read this, and then, like, I as I was saying that out loud, I was like, it's Grandma Jade. Yeah. <laughs> the ge- yeah. You're, you're watching the gears turn in my head in real time. Let's go! I wonder where that wall is. I wonder where it went. Um, but yeah, uh, Didi, uh, needs help, but he has, he has already sought help, because, you know, he's just a, a smooth genius god. I love this guy. Love this, love this dude. Um, we get uh, Drone Gorg, which I am 90% sure is a Problem Sleuth reference. Um, it's It's been a minute since I read Problem Sleuth, but I'm pretty sure this is a reference to a thing that happens in it, especially uh, 4938. That's, that's definitely a Problem Sleuth thing. I love the little image of uh, on 37 of, like, Dee Dee sitting in the, in, like... <laughs> It looks so stupid. It, it does. <laughs> um, but regardless, uh, it's it's a maybe this isn't exactly what he needs, and so uh, Didi, very proud of himself, has uh, you know, talked to the queen uh, using his his excellent powers of persuasion. Quote unquote um, talk. Quote unquote. Let persuasion. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> My man. My Handshake man. emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless, whatever methods he's employed, um, he has gotten a hold of the, the, the queen's ring, um, which is... Very much just a ring. Yep, uh, that is that is the most ring-looking ring I've ever seen. It's pretty funny. Um, there's this DD Ascend flash, which is a bit of a bit of a bait and switch. It starts out playing black and like going at this zoom through the incyposphere. I think it's gonna be really badass. And then DD's like, "Nah, dude, I'm too cool of a guy. I got I'm too cool of a guy for this. We gotta play this a little bit more chill." Uh, and then we get the real uh, DD Ascend more casually flash. Um, this flash feels like a fan AMV. <laughs> it does. It it, it it reuses so much that it just feels really out of place. It, I liked it. Um, but it, it, it feels like a fan video more than anything else. Because... Yeah. Um, we're still used to these flashes having like these really like fine like musical cues and syncs and stuff, and this still has like good cues and shit. But there's only so much you can do with like an acapella. Yeah. Uh, fun fun fact about this flash. Uh, when when Homestuck transitioned to the to the new website under Viz Media, uh, because of the because of the song used in this flash. Which is a real song, like it's, it's a mm-hmm. it's a real song that was recorded in like the twenties, uh, because because of the song, it got sniped by copyright like immediately, and Viz did not do anything about it for like two years, and it, 
this page was just unwatchable on the website for a very long time. Amazing. Uh, and, and they they finally fixed it uh, in surprising high quality. Uh, it's one of the few flashes that you can view in in 1080p and not 360p. Uh, it's something funny that I noticed when I when I rewatched it is that somebody went in and like edited the flash to like paint out all the nipples that are in the flash. I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> this this flash does have naked boobs in it. Yeah, um, uh, we we've seen this newspaper before. Like mm-hmm. like this has been in the home in, in the comic already. But this erotic newspaper. Yeah, but they weren't painted out in the panel that they were originally in. So <laughs> someone uh, I... <laughs> someone at Viz just they had to get rid of the nipples. I I, I want to see the the meeting where somebody's like, "Hey, I need somebody to paint out these nipples." <laughs> it's like, "Why?" It's like, "All right, guess guess we got to do it." Uh, but yeah, what what actually happens in the Flash um, is not nothing. Really nothing happens. <laughs> but yeah, basically nothing. Um, the only like new thing, is, or like the only thing that I thought was like really notable was uh, the like Jack climbing out of the the ocean. Yeah. Um, to to greet Arthur and Ms. Ms. Paint. Um, so he's he's still alive out there. Um, and there's, like, emphasis drawn to the ring that Hussey presented to Vriska in the Dream Bubble Desert thing. Yeah. Um, which is just another thing that's there to make me mad, I think. <laughs> uh, there's also, uh, Dirk fighting the drones and Roxy running away from the drones. That, that's new. Yeah. Uh... Dee Dee playing with the ring is very funny because I do that. Yeah, him like casually just like toying with it on his desk is great. Um, for for just being like a really minor villain, Dee Dee's a really 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 fun guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, nothing happens in this flash. Um, it all happens in like the, the next pages. Yeah. Uh- in which. Oh, we, we we do see that 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 G Cat is still like being mind controlled by by the Condes. So yeah, the G Cat is just kind of like her her pet, I guess now. Yeah. Um, I was gonna I was gonna gloss over all of like the the tantalizing Condes imagery in the flash, <laughs> but you had just just remind us. It's there. Um, it's it's, it's <laughs> very much there. Anyway, um, Didi, uh, he puts on the ring, um, nothing happens, uh, because there's no prototype, so he's not gonna turn into a dog or anything furry like that. Um, but, uh, he, he does have a couple of powers, one of which is he can go invisible, um, because Lord of the Rings, and, uh, two is that he can do red miles, and he just kind of casually does red miles. And then, uh, and, and then we, we, we drift away, we, we, we drift away from the sequence as Dirk starts to be perforated by them. That can't be good. That can't be good for the economy. This is terrible for the economy. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, I, I don't, I don't know about the implications of this when there's one player in the session. I mean, the dream selves are there. Well, sometimes they're there. I don't know if the dream selves are going to be there much longer. Is the thing? Yeah. Because uh, no one can escape the miles, apparently. True. True. It it just feels so weird that like uh in like. The red mile, like it was in Cascade, right? And it was like the mo, it was like the part of Cascade where like the the screen, like pulled out and shit, and it was like really awesome. And now like Didi's just kind of having a smoke, and he's raising his arm in the air, and he's like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, Didi has been kind of set up as like the the complete polar opposite of of Jack, where he's just really chill and is very casual about everything. He's just a cool guy, whereas. Mm-hmm. Jack is just off the shits at all times. Yeah. So Didi's just unleashed the Red Miles uh, on his own kingdom in search of the the two missing uh, dream kids. Um, and and we leave him there, uh, and we go instead to Jane, who is still wandering around the uh, land of Crips and Helium. Was it? Yeah. Um, searching for Dad. Uh. She is, she, she, she comes across the car, um, which is kind of sitting there. Uh, I, I really love the idea that, like, dad is just leaving things around, um, and one of them is the car. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, but she, she, shortly after the car, she finds, uh, dad's wallet, uh, in, in front of another another crypt, uh, next to an obelisk with you know one of those reflective obelisks with the the light going in the hole in the ground, you know the deal. Yeah. Um, there's a note in the wallet. Um, it seems to be the incorrect note. Uh, which, uh, was which took me off guard enough that I laughed at this stupid joke again. <laughs> it's good. It's a good joke. Yeah, I love the idea that that dad just has a note on every occasion possible for Jane destroying some piece, some family heirloom. Um let's see. Uh but uh so she she takes the wallet. Um we now have a, a convenient uh workable sildex for Jane, thank God. And she she picks up the car. Uh another another, another car and a wallet. Uh pretty good. Um, and AR pesters her to talk about her, to talk about, uh, what's going on. Um, and what AR is concerned about is that they have no grist and that she should shred the car. Uh, so they have, so he has something to build with. Um, he raises the concern of being able to progress in the game at all with there being no enemies. Um, because not only, uh, can she not, uh, obtain gris to to build with but she can't fight anything to level up which you know is a concern yeah. i guess yeah um it, it feels weird that we have like a like a motivating thing here is like progressing in suburb um i feel like the, like it, it it just feels so antiquated yeah uh as as a conflict device um but yeah, uh, so Jane uh, capsulizes an obelisk, the obelisk that is shining the light down the hole, uh, shreds it for grist, gets a fucking shitload of it, um, and then freaks out because uh, 
it has removing the the obelisk has broken the puzzle and has shut the door to the crypt. Ah, beans. Oh shit. Um, Ar is like, dude, we can fix it. Chill out. Uh, it's it's fine. Just I'll, I'll send little Seb back with, uh, with the wallet. I'll I'll make another obelisk with the grist that you just got, and then we'll just put it back, and it'll be fine. Um. So Jane asks what the other two are up. What the, what the other kids are up to. Um, Ar fills us in on what we just saw in that flash, which is that they're pretty much fighting drones. Um, he speculates that uh this is a concerted effort by the Condes to get the game going, um, just like the mail bomb was, which makes sense in retrospect, given that we now know that GCAD is under the Condes's control. It's like yeah, okay, we're yeah. The Roxy was right. Yeah, da, da. Of course. And, uh, AR, AR says, you know, they're probably not going to be responding, so wh- why don't you, why don't you talk to your, your troll friend? Um, oh, give, give your alien friend a ring, just to pass the time, whatever. Um, uh, which, which Jane, uh, takes a suggestion to do. Um, I feel like we're really just rocketing through these pasture logs, but there's not really yeah the, the, there's not much in them it's just all like just it's like just talking it's just conversations with not much to for us to discuss dude homestuck got so boring when it just turned into people talking i don't know man <laughs> <laughs> yeah ar is being ar is being an ar ar is being ar there's there's not much we're not skipping over much comp- interesting uh, questions about his identity as a person slash glasses. The, the autoresponder is definitely responding automatically. He do be responding. Um, but we do have we do have some uh, some interesting tidbits here. Uh, when when Jane pesters you you here, um, she is not as cheery as we usually find her. She's in fact having a pretty bad day. Apparently, yeah, it's it's pretty jarring. Like. Like, how, like, just not there she's being. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, her day sucks for a couple of reasons. One is that Skya has clouded over. That doesn't sound um, good. Does not sound great. Um, yeah, doesn't sound great. Um, and that her brother is less cooperative than ever. Um, and that, uh... She she's feeling like his his constant death threats are maybe a little bit more than just uh, braggadocio at this point, and that she's scared that she will have to dispose of she'll have to kill him in self defense first. Um, but this is another thing where she just doesn't know how she would go about that and what the implications of that would be. Yeah. Um, which I. <laughs> Uh, capital U U, um, saying maybe I'll have to kill somebody just feels really jarring at this point, yeah. I gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really something. Um, the, it's, it's like, I, I, I guess it's, it shouldn't be that much of a shocker, um, considering that, like, even, like, the nicest of, like, the trolls, uh, in Act 5, uh, at some point resorted to violence. Yeah. Um, but, like, Yu is just such a, a, a nice, friendly guide smile. Smile. Um, that 
it's it's just like oh geez what the fuck this this is serious um but uh but she describes that uh, her brother is at this point a lot more motivated by a a personal game that they have between the two of them than he is by the actual game itself and he really only views uh suburb or whatever it's called over there as a a method to get off the planet um which i believe he we got in his prior conversation with dirk right yeah um get off this uh was he called it like a planet of like tombs or something yeah something grim um but uh capital uu is kind of vague here and intentionally vague here and says you know I can't really tell you about the rules of the game that we two are playing, uh, because it would be very bad luck and everything would be would be fucked if if I were to tell you. Um, but but I can give you a couple of uh, a couple of tidbits. Uh, one of which is that um, they have renounced uh, hemotyping, uh, or the practice of typing in your blood color. Which, uh, sure. Um, not that uh i unless there's something that i've missed that's this is really just something we have anywhere to latch on to right yeah i i yeah it's just kind of saying something that can already be assumed because mm-hmm. like uh all all of the the evidence is there that that these two are trolls and trolls usually type in you know a color on the the hemo spectrum but they're both typing in gray. They're both doing the car cat thing. Uh-huh. She's just kind of putting uh, it in words. Yeah. Um. The this this did cause me to wonder if there was like an explosion of like lime blood trolloces after yes. this update. Yes. <laughs> yes, there were. <laughs> love it. Love it. Um. Okay. Uh. Uh, yeah, this is the first mention of lime blood of like lime blood trolls. I'm I'm fairly sure. Yes, it is. All the other greens are not quite as bright that we've seen before. Uh, anyway, um, she also makes more vague hints towards the nature of the their relationship uh, with her brother, um, uh, which Jane is also uh, frustrated about a little bit. Um, but it is against the rules to explain how that works, unfortunately. So we will yet be left in the dark about it. Um, and lastly, uh, Yu Yu uh, wants to send Jane a gift. Um, and she had planned to send it once they had won. But the way that things are looking out, she might have to accelerate that. And what she wants to send her is her juju, quote unquote. Um, which is an ancestral heirloom, uh, to her in her culture, um, which has special properties, uh, in which there can only be one of it. Uh, she cannot be duplicated. Uh, her, her sending Jane, her juju would be an exclusive thing. They would not be able to both have it. Um, but apparently this item would not do anything about her brother's juju as well. And that is... Uh, a bit more of a complicating factor. Interesting. Um, yes, in- interesting stuff here. Um, 
Juju being used before by uh, lowercase u to describe uh, Cal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and that's about what we have so far about it. Uh, I I like that. Um, I like the comment about it here that uh, if there ever appears to be more than one of the same, it is only a mirage of causality. Um, and I think that's a really fun little thing to retroactively describe Cal. Yeah. Right? Because, yeah. you know, he's everywhere, but, you know, through through a whole load of bullshit, um, there, there was only ever one of them. And he, he had a very convoluted journey. <laughs> yeah, because uh, lowercase uu did describe Cal as, like, empty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Mirage of Causality... Not the not the real one. What exactly was it that that he said about Cal? Um. Hmm. Well, let, let's 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 run a let's run a quick search. Um. Let's see. Look, if I search Juju, it's gonna bring up a bunch of shit. Yeah, don't do um, that. Let me do that. <laughs> no, never mind. I found. It. I found it. It's the fir- the first result. Actually, is like forty six fifty. Um, oh right, you're using the 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 collection the collection search, which Ayo. which conveniently excludes all the spoilery shit. Excellent feature. Um, thank you, Bambosh, uh, for for making this beautiful program. Um, okay, I'm not, okay. So I have I have uh, where he describes it. Um, what is it? Uh. He says maybe yours is untainted. Um, it looks its eyes look dead to me. Uh, so a mirage of causality? I don't know. Maybe who knows? We'll see. I suppose we will indeed. Um, and this conversation between uh between Jane and uppercase do you leans uh it. It, it, it trails off on this uh, sinister note um, where uh, Jane asks if uh, Yu's brother is uh, not a fan of games. And Yu says, uh, no, he has this very intense passion for games, um, but I can't describe it in love in human terms because it's not. And the word that she comes up with uh, is horror. Man. Um, which is a, a an interesting and kind of harrowing way to like thing to lead off on that is a little bit undercut by the next page <laughs> being him being like, Hello Dirk, I would like you to draw me some pornography. It's so funny. <laughs> the, <laughs> it's 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 such whiplash going from that page to this page. Yes, I... I <laughs> the, the way that, um... Well, uh, okay, to be fair, the last time that we got, we heard from this character, um, his... We did note that, like, his appetite for destruction was, like, unsettling. Yeah. Um, and the it, it is when, when, uh, uppercase you talks about it, it is also, like, a little, it is, it is, it is unsettling, um, because, you know, we're not used to seeing this kind of behavior, uh, but it is, it is undercut so much by the, by the nature of his conversations with Dirk. 
<laughs> Dirk, I don't think you understand. I want to play a fucking game with you. I would like you to draw me some pornography. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a weird little freak. I love it. Um, Dirk, of course, uh, at, at this moment, is is fighting a bunch of drones with a sword. Um, so he's not really in a prime position to draw pornography of any sort. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so AR takes over, um, and is like, dude, like, chill, he's, he's busy right now. Um, Yu calls out AR for being sus and an imposter. Sus. Um, <laughs> uh, why is, why is his text, like, the, the... <laughs> The exact red color. Hello, Among Us. This I'm is tired the imposter of a... from Among Us. <laughs> I'm tired of Among Us. <laughs> um. Uh, 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 Yu is like really strangely. I, I I don't know if I, if I should be noting like how obsessed he is at th- with this point about uh, AR being fake, uh, about him being a red herring uh, imposter. Um, he's very offended by AR not having any blood, but typing in a color. Yeah. Um, which is strange. Um, but, uh, AR just kind of is AR a little bit, um, while, while you freaks out about this. Uh, so I guess we can infer that there's some... Uh, some serious cultural thing going on here that that Yu Yu has. Um, but Yu Yu, regardless, uh, tries to just go back to uh, to to propositioning his game. Um, which of course fails, but Air reminds him. Um, oh hey, remember like, you you bugged Dirk a year ago. Uh, about this exact thing. So why don't you go and just do that now? And uh, and he does. And and we get. Um, we get, uh, a, an excellent little game sequence here. We get one of the worst, best, best feeling, question mark, st- string of pages. It's really something. I <laughs> this, It's insanely funny. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I felt, I felt no ill emotion towards these because I feel, I think they're extremely, extremely funny. Um... But yes, uh, <laughs> Yu would like to play a game, and the game he would like to play is that he would like Dirk to draw him some pornography. Um, the stakes are absurdly high here, uh, the stakes being that if Dirk fails to draw him some pornography, he will murder his sister. So fucked up. <laughs> which is really fucked up. Um, Dirk is uh, really... Uh, compla- complacent with this. He's like, dude, I I will draw you pornography. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to threaten to kill people. I'll just do it. Like, I'll just. Which is which is great. Um, it's 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 fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, he's like, all right, dude. I will I will draw you all manners of nudity. Uh, for you. Uh, and and you and you you is like no uh, no nudity um, nothing nothing like that. His reaction to the concept of naked people is really good. <laughs> He's like t- 
10. It's so funny. He's like a fucking 11-year-old boy. Like, he's scared to see a boob. It's really funny. Um, but uh, what he has in mind is much more scandalous. Oh, man. Um, so, so we get this epic sequence, um, where, uh, Yu demands that, uh, that Dirk draw him and his friends in, uh, various, very, very scandalous, uh, ship arts of him, among him and his friends. Um... Dirk even goes a little bit too far initially, and he draws himself touching Roxy's boob, uh, which Yu Yu is just so upset by. So fucked um, up. It's 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 pretty amazing. Um, I I love that he's like, I will I will kill my sister right now if you do not erase <laughs> that boob touch. <laughs> um, I, I I don't think I have it in me to describe all of these in depth um but uh it, it it's it's very um i think the way dirk describes it is uh is very tepid which which is accurate yeah i think it's like get to the cake stuff the cake stuff is where i start to get a little bit uncomfortable yeah <laughs> um the, the the constant reiteration of him like in in his come frenzy saying Dirk I would like to play a game is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps saying it. Um there's a point where he's is like Dirk I would like to play a game and Dirk is just like do you now? Uh which is which it's 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 hilarious. Um I uh in in the in the pairing of uh, of of Roxy and Jake getting married, um, the last thing he demands is that is that they have a they have a kid off screen and then Jake eats it. Um, <laughs> what did he mean by this? What did he mean by this? We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna actually save this one and mark it under uh, what kind of weird cultural thing is you you operating under? Um. <laughs> uh. Then there's the Roxy and Jane one. Um, notably, uh, while this is all happening, there's we get some of the action happening in the future up top, and I have to say that Sawtooth is like the most badass shit yeah, possible. Yeah, the great Sawtooth design. Is so fucking, I love him. So fucking cool. Um, but uh, get to the Roxy and Jane one. Um, and uh. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this besides that like it 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 strays I think that it flies a little bit too close to the sun of like r- weird kink porn that could like feasibly yeah. be close to real. Yeah. Which adds to the humor in a way. Um I think that this is this is achieved this is achieved the exact goal that it is set out to do, right? Because you you just keep saying throughout the whole like at this point he's like I've made you I've made you uncomfortable I've got you, um and I'm like yeah you have you <laughs> use trick yeah I, I I got fucking jigsaw gamed um not a not a fan of the food stuff. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, I don't think we have to say much about this. Um, 
Oh, there, there is something uh, on... What is this? Uh, free... 969. Yes, there is something I wanted to point out about this. Um, in the middle of all this uh, shit that is that is like a little bit cringe-inducing, um, there there is this little block of conversation that I thought was very uh, poignant and very funny. Um, so if you scroll down on 4969 to uh, kind of this chunk of longer lines in between of all these like link blocks, um, there's this bit where Dirk asks him... Uh, does your sister even know you're into the sappy shipping stuff? Um, and he kind of proposes, like, you know, maybe maybe you aren't so different. Because um, you seem to have this really grim fascination with it. Uh, and I don't think you're really... I don't think that your appreciation for it is really ironic. Because you are clearly, like, getting off on this. Um, you're just being an asshole about it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and Yu does not take kind of kindly to this. Uh, he's very disgusted by this idea. Um, and he makes it very clear that all of the time that he spends looking at all of her shipping stuff, um, he's just cringing the whole time. That's it. He's uh, just like me. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Um, it's like dangerously on the nose, I feel. What does this say about society? And I like I don't even know if this is like I don't even know to to whom this is accurate in the part of the fandom that he represents. Yeah. Um because like I think last time this showed up, it, it was very clear cut who he was, and it was like a, a sect of Homestuck fans that has always existed. Um but I, I think this is maybe more just uh Hussy fucking around and taking the piss a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, on like commentary on uh on 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 cringe fascination, cringe culture, if you want to call it that. Whoa, whoa! I, I don't pers- <laughs> I don't personally like the term cringe culture, but I I distinctly remember when like DeviantArt hate blogs were a big thing, and you know it 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 was considered normal to like. <sighs> there's a lot. There's a fucking. Hey. Hey, you truck you backing, backing up, up that, that dumper, buddy? Oh my god. <laughs> this was gonna have so much fucking noise in it. Jesus Christ. Um Or was I? Okay. Uh uh f- f- hate blogs, that's right. Um I don't know if you remember that. You you have to remember this. Yes. Um but like for our younger listeners, um it was like shockingly common for there to be like hate blogs for stuff for like cringe stuff like pre like this predated like cringe compilations on youtube or whatever where you just took the same like three clips of like angry girls on college campuses looking stupid with dyed hair or whatever yeah um but there would be like these blogs that like would be called some like fuck no deviant or whatever on tumblr and it would just be basically like a bunch of like screenshots of like poorly drawn fetish porn yeah um and looking back on it um you know i definitely thought a lot of it was funny when i was a kid um some of it is extremely funny there are some objectively funny really weird bad fetish accounts on deviantart um but it is maybe a little bit strange to the outside observer uh to be recreationally looking at like 
somebody else's weirdly niche fetish porn. Yeah. For entertainment. Um, and I think that that was, this is definitely way more poignant commentary when it came out, and that's part of, and, like, I'm, uh, I'm pointing, I'm pointing this dialogue and being like, I know what that's talking about, and I think it's really funny. Yeah. Um, uh, Yu Yu is just, he's just, he, he just thinks that he, he's, he's really into looking at badly drawn MS paint, uh, inflation, and it's, it, it, he, it's just cause it's funny. <laughs> Man. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Moving. Moving forward. Um. So, you appears to to have had his fill. Uh. Of, of his fill of this game. Um. And uh. He and uh Dirk uh is like, hey, like. Hey, we're not even done with all the pairings here. Um, we could, uh, like, there, there, there's still more pairings to go. There's, there's still three left. Um, you know, I could, I could draw me and Jake making out. That'd be great. Uh, that'd be a great bit. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think that this is funny that he brings it up. Um, because like, Dirk is uh, not prone to reveal his like weaknesses i guess yeah um or i don't know what you would call them uh but uh it, it, it's it's a little bit it's a little bit transparent here um and it's pretty funny um but uh but but you says uh the reason that the reason that i don't want to see this cuz there there's no bitches in play there which is really funny um but uh he 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 this brings him to the topic of a uh, of the, the twist in his game that they're playing. Um, and uh, the twist of the twist, which is that the twist will come in a year. So naturally, we fast forward a year to, Man, to Dirk fighting all you're, the drones. You're, you're just going to skip over the the, what the, the ship mathematics, the little formula that Dirk pulls out. and, and... Oh, oh, God. Edit that out. Alex, edit that out. I almost said his name. Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've said it before. <coughs> no, we haven't. Uh, um, uh, but uh, you you uh, <laughs> you 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 ask so what's wrong with shipping yourself with yourself? Uh, and I thought that was funny that this was brought up. Uh, at this was like around the peak of uh, the Onesler fandom, and because uh. Let me take a real big sip of water. Okay. Uh, in 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 hit film, The Lorax, uh, topical, r- written by Dr. Seuss. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, the Lorax, uh, the movie made him hot and uh, a twink, and, and Tumblr ate that up, but there's no one in the movie that you can ship him with. So everyone just created new versions of the Onesler to ship the Onesler with. And... That was obviously the birth of shipping <laughs> shipping someone with themselves. Obviously, that had never happened before. <laughs> <laughs> There's YouTube videos on this subject if you want to. Yes, dig. I yes, <laughs> I I can't I can't I have no commentary on the once or thing. Other people documented better than I can ever hope to. Come on, um, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the once or? Do, do you think he's neat? Do 
<laughs> I think the song was okay. I I enjoyed I enjoyed the musical number. I enjoyed the how bad can I be musical number in the film. I this is my hottest this is my hottest take of I, all time. I think that they should have went with the original version of the song with the more grim lyrics about not caring about animals dying. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, would have stuck more with the the actual message of the book. But that's yeah. besides the point. <laughs> yeah, um, the <laughs> the I think that it's I find it really funny that you um that you brought up the the poignant detail of you not understanding what's wrong with shipping somebody with themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you immediately transition to the once <laughs> Yeah. I think I just lose over this because I saw a, a, like a the 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 formula and I was like fuck no I already did all this shit in school I'm out of here <laughs> the, the 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 funny shipping formula n squared minus n over two that's how many that's how many ships there can be in a friend group <laughs> excellent thank you Th- thank you Dirk now um, we can move on yes a year in the future. The, the twist, uh, the, the 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 meat meat or candy is like a a a dichotomy is also presented here originally I believe, um and that's what you, you described as being good but those are there's not really any significance to that at this point it's just kind of those those are words that I can point at man I'm sure there um, will never be any significance to that at all yeah sure. <laughs> um. But uh yeah, so the, the 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 twist is that there's a twist to the twist, and the the twist that that twist is that it'll come in a year, and it's that a year from then, uh, you reveals the shitty twist, and the shitty twist is that his sister was dead the whole time, and he already killed her. God damn. Fuck. All that all that porn, and I couldn't even for save nothing. Fucked. Um. He has a he's a prolonged page of maniacal laughter, and we we see this. He he elaborates that uh he manipulated um Jack into doing it, uh which is which was such a good idea because you know he he heard about how the arch agent is really stabby, uh, it, yeah yeah killed a dream self Man. fucked up. And, uh, and 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 we see Skya cloud over, um, in in the following panels. I don't like it, it. It looks bad. Yeah, I don't. It I don't, looks I, fucked. I I I am so used to seeing Skya being blue skies and and white clouds that seeing it like this is very bad bad feeling. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, upper case you you um. Speculated before about like what would happen, um, if like if, if one player in a two player session were to die, I'm just speculated like maybe it would create a void session like we see, um, but uh, I, I guess we're seeing it uh, cause something weird is going on here and it doesn't look great, but yeah, um, I don't know, uh. You, you, he does say um, that uh, this that that her death uh, brings him one step closer to being contr- in control of uh, both their old game and the new game. Um, so you know the personal game and the the game they're actually playing, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Um, and they're only a few steps before I can mate 
with her. I mean, checkmate her. Why does he say that? Man. What a weird little freak this guy is. Freud moment. <laughs> Freudian moment. Not our last Freudian moment. We're, we, we still got we still got this last chunk to, to deal with. Yeah. Um, but uh, so so we get that uh, we get the we get the the dead looking sky that's kind of creepy. Um, we we cut away from that and we go to uh the the fabled meetup um with all the 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 ghosts and and Mina and uh jake existing there um and also all the living people i don't know why i said all the ghosts when there's two of them <laughs> uh anyway um we walk on this epic conflict uh between mina and uh everybody else on the on the media who is like vaguely aggressive um fucking dave and Carcat and kanaya all are trying to murder her um and uh n- to to nobody to nobody's pleasure, um, besides those four, I guess. Um, Mina uh, or Rania uh, breaks up the fight, um, and uh, attempts to she, she struggles to reconnect with Mina at this point. Um, the the wisdom gap here is really showing. Yeah. Um, Mina, <laughs> as hinted at before, um, there. We're not really. I, I really don't feel like I'm given a lot in this reading as to as to why this character I should why should I, why I should really like her. Yeah. Um. Which I kind of feel bad about because I feel like for most characters, like they're at least kind of fun to hate. Like it's been a minute since we just did since I just like didn't like a care. I couldn't like latch on anything in a character. Yeah. I think. Um, which sucks a little bit. Uh, but yeah, um, Arania clearly had this vision or had probably this was gonna, was, this was gonna play out, um, and it, it's, it's, it's not, really. Um, so she's, she's trying to get her, to rein her and get her under control, um, which is, well, she, she stops the fight, which is, you know, something, but she, Mina is not really on board with this whole cooperation thing. Yeah, uh, she she says the R word. That, that she that 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 really caught me off guard because I feel like we haven't seen it in a very long time. I feel I, I think it's been there. I think Dirk's probably dropped it a couple times. I think they've all dropped it a couple times, but like we're kind of out of like car, old car cat territory on on slur watch. Yeah. Um. Just, but yeah, it just uh, really snuck up on me. And caught me <laughs> off guard. It's 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 the it's the Pacey's tradition. Um, All right, she's she's got, she's got two more left. She's <laughs> got two more left. <laughs> it's like a fucking countdown. She's gonna drop her last one. Then she's gonna die. Um. But uh, but yeah. Uh, so, Carcat thinks this whole thing is stupid. Um. Feel free to stop me um, if I if I skim over okay. anything, um, but uh, so there's this exchange uh, where uh, Mina is like is like fucking to kind of being an asshole um, and not want to understand uh, Arani's perspective on things. Um, Arani is like struggling to 
Arani is clearly struggling with, like, um... Seeing a friend again that she hasn't seen in a very long time. Yeah. Um, or someone she cares about. Uh, she slips back into, like, doing, like, fish puns and stuff, which is, like, cute, but it's very frustrating, I think, because, you know, Mina's just kind of being a shitter. Yeah. Um, and Arania is, like, struggling between trying to, like, rope her in, like, rope her into doing what she wants her to do, um, and, like, her own, uh, old habits getting in the way. Um... Or this could just be a, a metagame thing on Arania's part, because she's just that good at manipulating her. Um, Karkat butts in, and he decries this whole concept of ancestors as a bourgeois bullshit. Um, based Karkat uh, coming out. Pretty based. Saying. <laughs> I, I like it. Um, he's, seen, he's seen this stuff stupid. Um and, uh, you know, I'm tired of making new friends. I would rather, I'd rather talk to 50 Nepetas. Um, <laughs> the, the, the line, uh, you know what? Give me 50 fucking Nepetas. Why the hell not? We'll call our journey through Black Endless Despair Nepeta Quest. It's one of my favorite lines from this reading. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Um... Nepet- I feel like Nepeta Quest is, like, at least five to ten fan ventures on its own. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I-, I think I think he's spitting. I think he raises a valid point. I think that, uh, we too may be desiring to be on, uh, our own personal Nepeta Quest in, in a couple of readings. We'll see. Um... But, uh, but, but Mina, uh, Mina likes the cut of Krakat's jib based on these comments. Um... And, uh, she wants to just go hang out with Carcat, um, which, you know, I can't blame her on this front. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Ronnie says, no, you have to stick around while I explain things. Um, we're then pulled off onto, uh, our, our little Dave and Rose tangent. Um, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say about the Dave and Rose tangent. I don't um, either. It was kind of weird. Like, the... it's just there. Yeah, um, I like that we're being fed Dave and Dave content and Rose content. Yeah, it um, it, it it feels like it's there purely to have Rose and Dave talk to each other, which I appreciate. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if it does it well because it feels really awkward. Yeah, the the Freudian thing. Yeah. Um. It, it's weird because, like, if you... Sk- uh, what I was thinking was, like, if you skipped from, like, Rose's introduction page, like, in Act 2, to here... Or wait. Uh... Doesn't Rose get her intro in Act 1? Uh... Irrelevant. <laughs> if you... If if you skip from Rose's introduction page to now, then it would... There would be no- nothing, like, jump out at you. Because there was, like, the whole, like, you know, she's, like... The, the the tentacle therapist thing, like, the Freud yeah. sh- shit. But, like, that was, like, never really a thing until now. And it just feels weird that it's sh- it's showing up now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't hate it as a character angle if Rose is now gonna be, like, poking at Dave about the phallic imagery of the cigar. Um... 
it just feels like very abrupt. Yeah. I, I, like, I think it's funny, but it's like, wow, where'd this come from? Yeah. I mean, it's been, what, two years on the meteor now? Maybe, Has it? Something like that. I don't know. It's been a large amount of time. I thought I thought it was a year because at, at the end of uh, intermission two, Terezi is like, "Hey, we got visitors." Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, but maybe she's cracked open some Freud in that time. You never know what's on that meteor. <laughs> what a horrible way to spend your time on the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. I like that Dave's rants have just gotten kind of like more unhinged. Yeah. Um. It, it like there was that thing with the coffee. Uh. In the intermission, uh, where he was just sitting at the coffee machine, like babbling to himself, and like it felt a little bit weird, but it was kind of in character with how he tends to ramble in pestilogs and stuff. Um. But here he just sounds like he's going crazy. <laughs> uh. And and frankly, it rules. Uh. I love Dave. Um, Same. So somebody get this man something to do because he's he's not handling this well. I don't think. Um, I I think it's fitting that uh that by some cosmic uh coincidence, um not only did we talk earlier about the psycholonials chapter in which J.K. Rowling is mentioned, but Dave name drops Harry Potter here. Yo, yo, <laughs> don't yo that. I come on. I don't. Listen, I, I, I've, I've talked about how I wasn't a Harry Potter person, so I'm, I'm, I'm fake yoing. Uh, <laughs> my, when, when people say Harry Potter, uh, the first thing that comes to my mind is those, those shitty, like, edited images that are like Harry Pothead. Like, <laughs> like, why those of all things? I don't know. I, <laughs> be, being on the internet as a child and being overexposed to, like, shitty weed jokes has like ruined my brain like like the the fucking spongebob shit that was on youtube the the like funny weed spongebob fries your brain man it is it's, this guy talking about you don't know what i'm talking about i don't know what you're talking about i don't know do we have to talk about weed spongebob on youtube you don't know about spongebob hip pants no i don't oh hold on hold on I, I, I'm going to send you a screenshot from Spongebong Hemp Pants, and it's going to be the worst thing you've ever seen. This is the exact thing that I was hoping wouldn't happen. Oh, God. Alright, here it is. Here's here's Spongebong Hemp Pants. Oh, it looks like shit. It, it is a screenshot from an animation. <laughs> it, it, it is it is horrible, and it... I don't know. It, it changed me as a person. I am making an executive decision to not talk about this because it looks like dog shit. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to steer us back. Wait, to, hang on. Uh, Let me show you what Sandy looks like. Oh my god, I hate you. Sandy's like the worst one. <laughs> Alex, Alex, I'm sorry. Alex is in the admin chat just question marking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... St- HP's canceled. I'm so sick of this guy. <laughs> I I I have just internet knowledge that I that is has been tucked away in my brain for like years, waiting for the right moment to just jump out on this podcast. <laughs> my God, um, we gotta get out of here. We, we yeah keep yeah. It moving. No more SpongeBob him pants. <laughs> no more of that. Um. 
Let's see. Uh, David Rose still talking. Um, sloppy sleeper. Um, <laughs> great descriptor. Um, the the topic of booze is broached. Um, yeah. Interesting. Uh, yes. Uh, a little 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 bit a little bit of a of a rose and alcohol coming out here. Um, she she comments that uh. That, that timeline that Dave Sprite was from, um, well, wasn't really a lot to do there, but she did have a house full of liquor, um, which is the first that we've heard of this, um, as far as I can remember. Yeah. Uh, so, interesting. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah. Dave describes it to Kanaya as, uh, it's, 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 it's booze, you drink it, and it makes you fall down and slur words and understand sports, which is a... Again, just Dave on the money as always. Um, but uh, they th- this conversation is derailed by maybe the laziest way of writing this to an end as possible, um, which is that uh, Rose Rose says, "What are they talking about over here? Maybe maybe we should maybe we should pay attention um, and stop talking here." Um, and then Terezi says. Hey, you guys should start paying attention and and to, and to what we're talking about over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh. So, so they start paying attention to what's being talked about over there. Uh. And we get a little bit of we get a little bit of backstory. Um. We are in. There's a looming threat of another um many page Arania uh exposition. Uh oh. <laughs> um. But uh, but Mina is gonna swoop in here and make it quick, which um, I guess is a point in favor of Mina uh today, cause she she makes it pretty easy. Um, to 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 make uh a long story short, um, the the they they're all dead because uh everybody sucks except for Mina. Um, in the process of uh trying to save their session, um. Ronnie decided, you know, we're gonna we're, we're, we're trying to scratch, we're gonna scratch it. Um, I want to give a shout out to like this music box device that they scratched, like they took the place of the Beat Mesa. It looks really fucking sick. Um, it also looks uh, a little familiar. A little bit, yeah. Um, uh, cool. Whoa. Um, it, it, yeah, it looks like the the like the timetable things that Aradia bought yeah. slash Gamzee now have. Yeah. Um, but I, I guess this I guess this solves the question of what they those were. Um, which is actually pretty neat. Um, it looks like it's like, you know, like the inside of a music box. Like I'm just trying to describe this. I think that you know what I'm talking about. But yeah. like, if, if yeah, any like listeners like think about like the inside of a music box where like you 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 wind it up and then like it has that little uh that rod with like little nubs on it that, that ping little metal comb teeth that make the sounds. It's, it's like that. Um, you can see it. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. In case anybody doesn't know what a music box, how a music box works. <laughs> anyway, um, I spent more time ex- explaining how a music box works than Mina expl- took explaining the session. Um, Mina figured out that, uh, if, they that well they would stop existing if they were scratched, but if they all died and became ghosts, then uh they would they would be able to keep existing. So Mina blew them all the fuck up with a tumor. Great. <laughs> Better luck next time. 
<laughs> yep. I gotta I, yep. I gotta ask. How how did you feel seeing page forty nine ninety two? Impending doom. It is. It is one of the most <laughs> foreboding images I've ever seen in this comic. Uh, it, I think I, I have fond memories a little bit of like the window between this and Intermission Three when people were making like fan sprites. Oh, of the oh yeah, I'm sure. Characters. I, I'm sure that was a very fun time. Like the theories about like the the pre scratch versions of the ancestors. I'm sure like theories were off the shits. It was so much more fun than what actually happened. It sucks so bad. <laughs> we're get we're not there yet. Um yes, impending doom. Anyway, um Arania throws a shit fit at how much she left out. She left out all the intricate drama, the character relationships, like all the important stuff to just really flesh out the story. Um, which as a person with hindsight I am just insanely grateful to Mina for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in her rage, uh, Arania decides that uh, she will uh, do an equally shitty job of describing their post-scratch selves to Mina. Yep. Um, which, ironically, uh, is the only way to get Mina to pay attention, the way that she puts it. So, Arania gives this really basic rundown of like all the other ancestors, um, you know... Uh, what we already know, like, this all about the Sufferer, um, the Mind Fangs, uh, exploits, Sands, uh, gratuitous smut. Yeah. Um. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I thought it, I thought it was pretty funny that, like, Arania's like, fine, I'm, I'm gonna tell a story in a shitty way, and then proceeds to, like, recount the ancestors in almost the same way that they were told about to us, the readers. I want to give a little bit more credit to the journal for the journal. The journal did add some to it, but that that's because it was written by Mindfang. But like mm-hmm. the stuff like given to us by Doc Scratch is basically like what Arania says and is like, "Hey, this is this is shit. I'm leaving out everything." Pretty much. Um, the <laughs> but uh. She, she teases Mina uh, with about uh, her, her post-scratch self, about the, the Kandes, um, which Mina is, like, ever ever so anxious to learn about. She wants to hear about how awesome she is. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so she, she goes ahead and she explains the Kandes, and Mina is just enamored by by tales of her her post scratch self's fascist not good. murder conquest. Not good. Not great. Not good at all. <laughs> not great. Not great. Um Jake is sitting here on the sidelines. Jake is in this reading, remember? Um and uh he he is he's like, wait, that's C Hitler. <laughs> I have to do something about this. Um, Brain Dirk is like, no, dude, this, no, this, she's a she's a ghost. Are you not listening? This is stupid. Um, so, uh, Jake uh, heroically uh, loses his fucking mind, um, goes ape shit, starts wailing on Mina. Um, I, I like Dave's commentary that uh, oh shit, Grandpa Egbert Junior Dad totally snapped. <laughs> um but uh 
Yeah, uh, Jake, Jake just wails on her for a little bit, um, and she just kind of lies there, not really doing a lot, uh, to prevent it, um, and my initial thought here was, like, wait, is Mina gonna join the horny for Jake English train? Is, is this gonna be weird? Um, but no, it's not weird, because she's just really, really into fascist murder conquest. It's not weird at all. Man. <laughs> Man. Man, I am frowning on the inside. <laughs> There's no obligation for every character here to be, you know, great. Yeah. But it <laughs> it it feels a little weird. I'll, I'll uh, I'm I'm fully in agreement. Uh, I'm not not sure if I'm a big fan of a uh, of what Mina's here than doing yeah right now um in the midst of all this uh Therese notices uh Dirk just kind of standing there invisibly um questions why he's there he's like well why are you an alien <laughs> and she's like all right buddy you got it which I I, I love I like I like this a lot it'll just like little silent agreement it's good um Let's see. Uh, yeah, Mina is M- Mina loves this. Uh, Arania bonks Jake on the head, um, sending him back to the waking world. Uh, and Mina just continues to lie there, like, man, that's so cool. And uh, fucked up. I don't know. Don't like it. I want to make a little bit of it. I want, I, like, I want to make a joke on, like, was it five oh twelve? Of like the 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 hips gif, yeah. Um, <laughs> like the joke to the the, the impulse to make a joke there is really strong, uh, as would be proper form for us. Um, but I just don't have it in me this time. Uh, a very a very solemn and frowning awuga. <laughs> Could that be the episode name? <laughs> yes. <laughs> very solemn and frowning of okay okay i like that um yeah uh anyway dirk notices that uh, even though jake has woken up he's still here and he's like man my existence is so fucking weird uh which is which is which is true um we, we how many how many independent dirks do we have floating around now like three too many there's there's too many dirks um or i don't know i'm happy with this amount of dirks i like dirk uh, and yeah, and that, that, that marks the, where we leave off today, I believe. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I was, I was tentative because, um, I, uh, I, I, the last time I asked what the reading was, I like, my handwriting was like notably shitty. And so for a second there, I was just scared that you were going to be like, no, we, we're reading into like page like 58, 13 or something. <laughs> Man, that would have been crazy. That would have been a lot of pages. No, but really, we're um, reading the next two pages. Are we? No. <laughs> I'm, I... just, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I think reading. you underestimate how bad my handwriting can be. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay. I'm still, I'm still freaking out. I'm still freaking out. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That, all right. That was, a, that was, that was a, that was a neat one. 
Um, I the the UU part. The UU part really, really, really kind of eclipses most of the rest of it. Yeah. Um. The, this this will not be the last. This will not be the last time that a sequence of that nature happens. I believe. Um. And our introduction to the the weird wacky world of uh of of sexually charged jigsaw games is is a beautiful thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's just something so profoundly funny to me that like we are now getting we are now in the part of the comic where like shit is like pretty real thoroughly. Um, and, like, one of the most, like, one of the big off-screen conflicts that we have to be, like, worried about, um, rotates, like, entirely around the premise of, like, Hussey's old shitpost thread where he's, like, he made a Jigsaw comic (laughs) where Jigsaw is, like, I want you to draw me Muppet Babies porn. It's great. It's great stuff. where else are you gonna get this kind of content? Thank you, Hussy. Uh, um, this was an interesting reading. Uh, definitely the UU stuff <laughs> it took the spotlight, but um, DD is up to some stuff. Got, got we got stuff going on. Like things are happening. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, uh, it's just kind of unfortunate that while the things are happening, UU's out. Out for porn, and <laughs> and blood maybe porn and blood. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The revelation that uh, big that caps you use like her dream self is dead is like um. Well, I don't know what significance that has because you know we've got at least one dead dream boy uh in this session and it seems to be going fine more or less but uh didn't look good. Yeah. Um. <sighs> The, the Mina stuff is, like, I don't know if I want to say concern. Like, I don't know if I have, like, I, like, I, okay. My perspective is, like, a little bit tainted because I know that there's discourse, yeah. right? Yeah, Um, Which is unfortunate. Uh, But I don't know if I would be that into Mina as a character at that this point if that weren't the case either. Um, Because, like... I don't know. I mean, like, it, as, like, a teenage character, like, you know, there, there's, like, some, it makes some sense for her to be, like, rebellious and shitty in specific, in certain ways. Um, but it just feels weird. Like, the, I don't, I don't know exactly how to convey how I feel about it. Yeah, Um, it's, it's it's definitely weird because like uh Arania like hypes up Mina as like Yes basically builds this expectation uh, and and then like we start to get to know Mina a little bit and we just learned that she's an absolute shitter. Uh because on uh, on pre scratch Alternia, uh like we 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 know how the caste system worked there, and the fact mm-hmm. that like Mina was lined up to be the next empress, but she was completely against this idea of like caring for the less fortunate. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and then immediately after that is obsessed with with her fascist alternate universe self it's a bad look and 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 that's on top of the fact that like Karkat made kind of a good point in this and it's like why why should we care why why should we care about Arania and Mina like at all mm-hmm. they they've they've really just like pulled up out of nowhere and, and Arania just kind of wrote it off as like oh the gods are like uh, allowing the 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 bridge to form between these these two separated groups of people but like from a narrative sense like the 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 pre-scratch trolls were just kind of written off as like just really unfortunate characters that just had to die for the post-scratch trolls to exist and for like Lord English to come into existence. And yeah. And like, that's it. Like there's, that's the purpose they serve. There's no real reason for us to care about them at the current point. Yeah. Kurgan is. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Um, like we care because the, the comic has been giving them a lot of like screen time and like, we are, it is clearly illustrating that they serve an important purpose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Karkin is completely right. Like, they're going through the dream bubbles. There's undoubtedly, like, a shitload of just random dead trolls in the dream bubbles. Um, and is, and just these two in particular have just been, like, ro- rolled up and been like, hey, like, I know that literally everything that has happened to you so far has been a giant cosmic scam to bring more evil into your universe. Uh, but uh, let me tell you about this deal we have for you. Yeah. Um. And it's like, yeah, Karkat is comp- Karkat is like a hundred percent absolutely vindicated and like objectively correct to be like, no, fuck off. I don't want to hear about this. Yeah. Shit. Um. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, I I like the your I I think the way that you put the Mina thing was like help, helped it frame it better for me because like. In my head, I was thinking, like, we had, like, some of the, the post-scratch trolls, like, the trolls that we know, are, like, real shitters, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we got Aaron, we got Gamzy. Gamzy's still around, he's still in this comic. Um, we got, like, Equius. And, to be fair, I was made very uncomfortable by pretty much everything that Equius said, uh, back in Act 5. Um, and all of the weird ideas that were espoused by the hemospectrum, like, at that point. Um, but there's something fundamentally more unsettling when, like, uh, you have these characters who come from, like, this, this, this alternia that is a, a good place. Um, or maybe not even, like, well, we don't, we don't know. Like, there's conflict and stuff on it, but, like, they've decided it's structured in a way that is objectively way fucking better than it was uh post scratch yeah. like the the in in this fictional universe um the cast system seems to have been working out pretty well right like i really do like the idea of like uh if your species has these naturally occurring like these naturally occurring casts where you know the people in the lower end live shorter and the people in the upper end like have all these crazy psychic powers um like it seems like a good way to structure society where like the the ones with more power are given more responsibility and yeah. their their duty is to enrich the lives of those like below them below them quote unquote um and like it 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 makes sense as like a shitty teenager that Mina would be like nah fuck that dude I'm not, I'm not obligated to help anybody um 
But there's just something like really uncomfortable about it when the the like even though the political stuff has been like so silly, it's still there, right? And like, yeah. it it feels weird. It was, it, it yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah. That's about what I gotta say about the Mina stuff. Um, what a, what a what a character we have on our hands here. Um, yeah. Uh, what else happened this reading? Is there anything else we're talking about? Um, um, it's 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 always jarring to to see Terezi speak in lowercase. Uh, that ca- yes. <laughs> that caught me off guard this reading. Yes, shout out. Um, Terezi stopped shouting for once. Um, I don't know. Uh, shit. What else are we? Uh. I can't. Nothing's really coming up that like I wanted to really touch on in in more depth. Yeah. Um. I don't know. D- Brain Dirk. What's going on there? Um. The yeah the the, the like Arania bringing up that like there's no like questioning why Jake already knows all this stuff is interesting. Um. The because now we have this other this other lead here of like what like what actually is a brain dirt doing here like why 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 is jake aware of all this shit yeah that is apparently true or as true as far as like irani would have us believe um yeah like also with mina like comes like the irania like the question about irania right is because she seems nice um she's you know she's been she's been nice uh, but that's all about all you can say about her, I guess, at this point. Like, when when she's, like, tr- bringing along Mina, it's 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 a little bit weird. And it kind of really calls into question of, like, how trustworthy she is. Yeah. And I don't know whether that's the intention or not, but it's certainly what's happening with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, what are we reading next week? Oh, man. We we got a we got a big of a hefty one next week. Uh, we're we're gonna be reading pages fifty fourteen to fifty one thirty six. It's about one hundred twenty pages. It's about a little bit more than we've been doing. Yep. Yep. Um. Okay. Well. All right then. Um. In the absence of uh anything else uh, on our plates, I would. Petition for taking it to the close. Yo, yo, sure. All right, all right. Uh, my voice sounded weird for it wasn't a voice crap. It sounded weird for a minute there. I didn't like it. Um, regardless. Uh, anyway, you've been listening to a Homestead podcast. I am Aiden, and I'm John. Um, I would like to uh, extend a shout out to our patrons, which I will let you take over if you would like to do that. Yes, yes. Once again. Shout out to the Big Five, Simon Martins, Corin, Aubrey W, Ina E, and Darsh. Our lovely Epic patrons. shit. Epic shit, fellas. Fellas and ladies. All of you. Beautiful. Keep giving us your money. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I, hate, I hate putting in that those terms. It's so weird. I think it's so weird. Um, shout out to all of our other listeners. Uh, I, I, I love all you guys, too. Um, 
uh, it, it does not matter to me whether or not you give us money. Um, it's it's awesome that you just come and listen to us talk about shit for however long we see fit. Um, shout out to Alex, uh, our our editor. Uh, go goaded, uh, based swag raw and kino. Um, <laughs> he's got a, he's got a bit of work on this one because I, I feel like there's a lot of background noise. Um, and also the, the break for me to tell my roommate what my five guys order was. Um, but, uh, yeah, shout out to Alex. Big shout outs. Um, I was, I was going to make another comment, but I completely forget what it was. Um, oh yeah. I think we decided on what our next Patreon episode is going to be. Yes, um, we did. Yes. We are going to be doing Undertale. Whoa! Um, Whoa! I... I had fun with the last one, but I felt like, you know, it was maybe, 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 uh, a little bit of a love, it was kind of a, one with a little bit less sticking power. Um, and so I figured that, uh, we should take this one and, uh, do, do something that we have both, uh, are familiar with and we both, uh, maybe have a, I, I don't know, a connection with a little bit. Yeah. Um, that also, uh, took the internet by storm. Um, so. <laughs> We will be talking about Undertale uh, on on this month's uh, Patreon episode, so look forward to that. Let's go! Um, and uh, I guess I this is the point where I say you can catch us again next week uh, as we go through pages 5,014 to uh, 5,136. Feels crazy to be in the 5,000 page range. It's a bit wacky. Um, it's, yeah. There's only 3,000 pages left. Yeah, I mean, we got to get through open bound before we have to worry yeah. about most of those, yeah. though. So <laughs> let's set our sights ahead of us, shall we? Okay. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you, everybody, and uh, we will see you again next week. Later. Bye. I'm a member of the midnight crew. I'm a night owl and a wise bird, too. Home with the milk in the morning. Singing the same old, same old song. Rise with the moon, go to bed with the sun. Early to bed and you'll miss all the fun. Bring your wife and trouble, it will never trouble you. Make her a member of the Midnight Crew. Make her a member of the Midnight Crew.